So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to episode nine of the Holy Equipped Podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be doing a, well, I'm going to be doing a teaching from scripture and, um, This one's going to be a fun one because it is all over one single line from the Gospel of Luke. Uh, So this one line of scripture was something that stuck out to me recently when I was reading in the book of Luke. And uh, the reason, well, so this one line of scripture, it had an impact on me, um, but mostly let me give you a bit of a backstory. The Gospel of Luke is something that I've not only read a million and one times, but I've studied it many times. I, uh, when I went to seminary school, the first half of my studies were uh, in the New Testament. So I've dug a lot into Luke. (laughs) And so um, it's not even that, but also even just recently, um, the past three months, I guess you can say, um, that includes December, right? (laughs) Um, but basically I also did a lot of reading in the, in the gospel of Luke because it covers the early life of Jesus. And what that means is, um, Christmas and the birth of Jesus and all of that. So around the Christmas time, I was also doing a devotional uh, over Advent. And so I got to read a lot from Luke. And also just in general, during Christmas time, it's all you hear from like the sermons at church to teachings or whatever that you listen to. It's always going to be talking about the birth of Jesus around Christmas time, naturally. So also another crazy thing is that I'm currently doing a Bible study with my sister that is over Jesus and um, doing some readings from Luke in that as well, uh, especially when studying his early life. And then again, I am in a Bible study in my church and we're doing um, readings through the Gospels all together. And just recently, this is when it stuck out to me, was starting the, the book of John or I'm sorry, the book of Luke. And I'm thinking, okay, all right, here we go again. I got to read Luke again. (laughs) This is a girl who loves the gospels. So like it used to be on my rotation on my daily readings that I would just read through the gospels and then start back over again, along with whatever it was that I would be reading. So, um, I love the gospels. Truly. I, I really do. Um, it never gets old, but Um, I have to admit that uh, reading from Luke again was kind of like, okay, (laughs) well, let me read this line to you that I'm talking about, and I'll reference this in the show notes, of course. Uh, So this is in the book of Luke, 
It's in the Gospels in the New Testament. And uh, this is from chapter 1, verse 80. So the very last line in the very first chapter of Luke. And it says, John grew up and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. All right. So that's the scripture. Now, that's, of course, that's the scripture, the line that I missed. Uh, so, again, going back, I'm, I'm one of those or recently was like, okay, I've read Luke a million times. I already know what it's all about. So I was just tempted to just skim through and check it off my reading, off my to-do list for my Bible study. But I figured... Uh, there's got to be a reason why um, God's been pressing the book of Luke in my life recently a lot, right? So when I, I decided to stop myself and I was like, okay, God, um, your, your word, there's got to be something. There's got to be something in there that uh, I just missed, maybe, and or just something new. Uh, so I actually took some time. I prayed and I asked God to just, okay, give me fresh eyes, take away my my cockiness of I know this and uh, reveal something to me, a truth or a answer to prayer or just something new to me. And um, that was the line. That was the one that came out. And I, when I came across it, I was like, wait a minute. It just, all it says is that he grew up, grew in the spirit, and then he went and lived off in the wilderness until the time of his ministry starting, right? And I'm thinking, wait, that's it? <laughs> and then we just move on into like, then John the Baptist comes and baptized Jesus and all that. So I'm thinking there's got to be more to this. Like, that's like got to be a big chunk of his adult life, right? And I'm, and I'm thinking, I just went down a rabbit hole and I'm like, how have I missed this before? <laughs> this one line. So is that you? Is that you sometimes where you get so wrapped up in something just in life or in your, in your daily routines at work or whatever that is, you get so wrapped up in it that maybe you miss the details. You're so caught up in a routine that there's these little things that we might miss. And, uh, it's, it's just easy because, or easy to be hot-headed or, um, nonchalant or passive, right? When you're just in a routine or in something that you just know or are used to that you might miss something. You might miss that chance of a detail or, or a truth or an experience that will just make you better. So the Bible is the living, breathing word of God. That means nothing is in there by accident. Um, and it also means that it is alive, it's not dead, and um, we can still hear new things from him, new applications. And this is why even 2,000 years later, we're still reading and studying his word, right? And so we see that in John the Baptist, this is a man that is called to pave the way for Jesus's ministry. So he spends his adult life away in the wilderness up until the right time to begin ministry. And I mean, like, 
He's got to pave the way for the Messiah, the Son of God, who's going to be the Savior of the world. That sounds like a pretty weighty job to me. (laughs) But here's another thing I'm thinking. I'm thinking, well, he's out in the wilderness. He must be pretty good at noticing the details. He probably wouldn't have missed that line. (laughs) He probably would have the whole chapter memorized and more. But uh, there's, there's a lot in what he did in that one line that we learn that I want to dissect and break apart to kind of see about the details and about the, the lessons that we can learn from that and how we can apply it so that we can be more um, noticeable of the details in our life that God just may be laying out in front of us and we don't want to miss. So, you know, that brings it to the main overall thing um, of the topic is like, we don't want to miss the details, right? So how do we do that? How do we go into noticing the small moments in our life or um, really being intentional? So from the scripture, there's actually going to be uh, four points um, that we are going to kind of dissect into for learning about John in this mom in that one line and how we can apply it to our lives. So the first lesson or point, I guess you can say, is that it is to have a personal relationship, making it personal. And so what I mean by that, so in, in that one line in scripture, it says that John was strong in the spirit. He grew up and became strong in the spirit. And uh, so a little backstory on John the Baptist. Uh, He comes from a dad who was a priest at the temple and um, a a family that really knows the Bible, like the, well, in those times, the Jewish uh, Old Testament was what they had. So they were really familiar with a lot of that. He grew up in that, a lot of that faithfulness. And also, let's not forget the fact that um, angels spoke to his parents, <laughs> speaking to his dad and his mom that she would be of child in her old age. And then the miracle that she does end up pregnant in her old age. So I don't know about you, but I think in being in that experience, it's these are going to be some pretty God-loving, fearing parents that John the Baptist would have grown up with. And so this guy knows God. He knows the Bible. He knows, like, he's going to know all this stuff, right? Um, but it goes a little bit beyond that. Uh, it says that uh, John grew up and he became strong in spirit. So this means he had his own relationship with God. So how, how, why, what would have brought him out into the wilderness to live there and wait for to start his own ministry? Well, that would have to be that you're close enough to God to get that, that kind of calling and direction, right? So he had his own relationship with God because that's a decision that's not for the faint of heart. 
It's not just something he's going to up and wake up one day and be like, hey, guys, I think I want to live in the wilderness. Um, so I'm not saying that you have to go live in the wilderness in order to pursue your own relationship with God. But it's just an example that John was having his own relationship in order to have the strength in his spirit and to be obedient and staying all of the, those years in the wilderness. And so ideally right there, that's the discipline. That's the thing to do is pursuing a relationship over just religion. It's more than just going to church on Sunday, serving in the welcome team and waving to people hello, and then going about your merry week and acting like everything's all fine and dandy until you see church again on Sunday. No, it's having a daily interaction, a relationship, pursuing him, getting to know him. And that's going to be kind of the first takeaway or the first point here for how we can learn how to not miss the details. The second one is our posture. This one's super important because we have to have an open posture. We have to be open-minded and open-hearted in order to receive anything from God. Spending time with God intentionally one-on-one -on -one is what we need, especially so that you can actually learn what his voice sounds like and to be able to hear his voice. So John was in the wilderness it doesn't say if anyone went with him or if he was with, was his family with him or uh, did he meet other wilderness campers out there? I don't know. But the fact that he set his path away from his normal life indicates to me that he was wanting to be in a prime position to hear from God. He must have had daily routines out there that he can't, that possibly like had to be boring, right? Like, okay, wake up. Okay, so um, I'm going to go try to find something to eat or, you know, like it can't be that exciting. And I like to think that his conversations with God was probably the excitement of his days. His days must have been open to talking to God at any given point. He was open. I mean, he really had nothing to do, but <laughs> he was open. He was open to hear from God and... We have to be willing to do the same. We have to be open to hearing and receiving and praying, just having that dialogue, being open, and the relationship aspect ties into that as well. The third point to take away from this of, not being, of learning how to not miss the details is then to have patience. I don't know if you've been noticing that I've using the letter P <laughs> in all of my points here, but the third point is patience. So, um, okay. So the scripture also says that he grew up and became strong in spirit and he lived in the wilderness. So then I ask, did he grow up in the wilderness? Did he grow up and then move to live in the wilderness? Um, in some of the readings and things that I was trying to figure out of the timing of when he was in the wilderness and for how long, um, you don't really get an exact this many years that he was out there. But I like to also look at the different translations and kind of get a little bit more um, perspective, I guess you can say. And, and so the Passion Translation says it like this. It says, Afterward, their son grew up 
and was strengthened by the Holy Spirit, and he grew in his love for God. John chose to live in the lonely wilderness until the day came when he was to be displayed publicly to Israel. Uh, this translation feels like it adds a little bit more detail. Maybe they take a bit of creative liberties in telling the story. The first translation I gave says, until he began his public ministry. He began his preaching and paved the way for Jesus to come onto the scene. The Bible tells us that Jesus was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. And then in Luke, as we learned kind of the early years, it also tells us that John's mom, Elizabeth, was already six months pregnant when Mary then found out that she was going to be having the Son of God, baby Jesus. So if John and Jesus are that close in age, maybe I'm kind of assuming too, but I'm thinking that John began his ministry around that time too. Maybe even late 20s, I guess. Who knows? All in all, I think what it is all getting at in all of this uh analyzing of the scripture, what it's getting to is that he spent years, like a lot of years in the wilderness before he was out there preaching. And this takes dedication and patience and faith. But like I said, if you have the first two P's, if you're having a personal relationship with God and having your uh, posture of an open heart, then your ability to lean on your faith and be trusting in God and his timing will come naturally as a byproduct. So no need to fear. <laughs> Just keep following these points and you're not going to miss the details. All right. So the fourth point, I hate to disappoint, but it's not with a P. I couldn't think of a word. I even Google searched trying to find something, but I didn't want to waste too much time. So here we are. The fourth, the fourth point is action. So three P's and an A. <laughs> All right. So John was waiting until he was supposed to begin his public ministry in order to pave the way for Jesus. How did he know when that was to start? Maybe an angel came to him like it came to his parents that he would be born. Maybe... It was like, hey, John, it's pretty fun out here. Time for you to go preach now. <laughs> or maybe it was something not as grand and profound. Maybe it was something quiet, kind of like how we hear from God today. Maybe it was a whisper of the Holy Spirit in his ear telling him, now's the time. One thing is for sure. He heard something and then he did it. He, I'm pretty sure, like something had to get him to be like, now, now's the time, begin. And he did it. He followed through, he obeyed. From that moment that he began his ministry to the moment that Jesus was crucified on the cross, it was all precise timing that had to happen in that precise way that would fulfill the prophecies from the Old Testament to prove that Jesus was the Messiah, our Savior. Imagine if he got the call 
And he did what a lot of us like to do and just kind of drag our feet out of fear. Like, oh, I know I'm called to do this, but I'm too scared. Or what if this or, or what if that? Or maybe I need to save up this much money before I do this and get that or whatever it is. We drag our feet maybe. Or what if he was just sleeping and moping around all lonely and whatnot and just kind of, I don't know, being in the flesh and complaining and whatever it is. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't have heard so much from God at the right precise time. But that's not what he did. He followed, he was doing those three other points that I pointed out and it made him to be ready that when he heard the call, he set out on it. And thank you, God, for that. <laughs> okay, so we don't have the best details of the whole story when it all comes from one single line of scripture. And it's not like we have enough from the whole Bible to write a biography of John the Baptist. I mean, we do get to know, you know, prior to him being born and even to when he died <laughs> and that he baptized Jesus. How cool is that? But again, it's just all details. It's no coincidence that, that these truths can come out of one line, one detail that I just happened to come across. And that's just exciting to me that God can still speak to us all the time. But anyway, it's, it's, um, it's all in the details for God, really. His timing is impeccable in the fulfillment of the prophecies. And if you were to continue reading on in the Gospel of Luke, you would see, like, there's just time and time and time again that it had to line up precisely. So John couldn't, if he started too soon or too late, um, it, it would have affected it. But you know what? God, he knew what he was doing. So not too worried about that. Which uh, also brings me to the point of... I don't want you to feel like you're going to miss something um, in in details in your life that, oh, if I miss this, then I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get the, the word that he's trying to tell me or I'm going to miss the thing that's for me. That's not at all what God is teaching or saying for us. It just, it just means that there are disciplines that can help us to hone our attention and our relationship and our posture and uh, and all of the things to keep us open and ready to receive and to hear to hear from God just as John had he by doing so was in alignment with God's plans and if we if you and I do the same by having that personal relationship, an open posture for receiving, and having patience with our faith, as well as then taking action when he calls, then we are in agreement and in alignment with what God is doing in our lives and the plans that he has for us. So it is my hope that in my little analysis here of this one line of scripture that was so easy to miss when you just move right on to chapter two of the book of Luke. I'm just hoping that this just encourages you in, uh, in just the pursuit of God and wanting that relationship with him because 
you can't go wrong in in your relationship and your close intimacy with him if you're doing those things and you hear things that's when you know that it's him who speaks so i hope that this is a um a nice little teaching for you for whatever it is that you are thinking that you're hearing from god don't be thinking have faith in it stay in those three things and then having faith in when god calls take action all right thank you guys again for listening and inviting me into your ears and daily routines whenever you listen to podcasts but i am glad that i am with you in your journey and my own and that we're doing it together i will be seeing no hearing no talking to you again next week my friends thank you for listening to the holy equipped podcast will you help me grow this ministry and the mission to make discipling disciples of christ that is teaching christians how to grow and teach other christians who also teach christians how to be warriors for christ if this episode spoke to you please leave a review And if you really want to help me spread the mission, share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If you want to connect and be besties with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Molina. that's O-K-I-E, Molina, and say hello. Just tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm so excited to connect with you. Until next week, know that you are called and equipped by God.